Welcome to the Holistic Way podcast. I'm your host, Nikki, aka Dominique, founder of the Holistic Way, holistic life coach, and yoga teacher. I hope you'll join me weekly as we discuss holistic approaches, fresh perspectives, and non negotiable self compassion. Understanding is empowering, and self kindness is the new sexy. It is my mission to introduce to you new ways to work with your mind, body, and emotions rather than against them to create long-term results with more ease and fun. Hey gorgeous listeners, I'm so excited to have you back this week for another episode of the Holistic Way podcast. It has been a few days, probably even two weeks, and I am really excited for this episode. I am going to talk about my perspective, my experience with building healthy habits and finding consistency. So if you've been struggling to make healthy habits stick and that doesn't apply just to your health, but any kind of habits you'd like to incorporate more in your life, whether it is something like eating healthier or drinking more water or maybe getting some more exercise, but also when it comes to you know, habits you want to incorporate for your business maybe or your mental health, like meditating more or doing some kind of practice that you want to get more consistency in, then this episode is made for you. So building healthy habits was always something I struggle with. It's something that took me years of trial and error until I was able to get it right. At first, I was always thinking, okay, I want to change this, I want to do more of that, I want to stop doing this. And I probably was able to stick to it for a few days at its best and then I'd either forget about it or thought oh I'll do it tomorrow or oh I'll start again on Monday so I've been really hard on myself for a long time I thought something was wrong with me why can I not just do the things that I know are healthy for me why is it so hard for my brain to you know wake up 30 minutes earlier to get some meditation why is it so hard for me to drink more water why is it so difficult for me to exercise on a regular basis and so on and it's took me a while to understand a few things about that and this is what I want to share with you today. Creating habits was also linked to a lot of shame and guilt for me. Thinking 
how hard can it be? Why is this so difficult for me? And kind of always starting fresh every Monday. And if you have been following me for a while, you know that I also teach the holistic body. And this is paralleling back to that a lot, but it doesn't apply only to, you know, physical habits that you want to incorporate like this can apply to any kind of habits that you want to either stop doing or start doing so i now found balance in my healthy habits i reframed what consistency means and more than having to struggle to think and do my habits, I found that they have become somewhat natural. So I easily wake up earlier in the morning and I'm excited to get out of bed. Don't get me wrong, there's still days where I just prefer to sleep in, but I want to say the major majority of my days, it's getting easier. But also I don't force myself to meditate every single day at the same time. And I find myself doing it more and more because I need it, because I know it's going to make me feel better. The same applies to eating more vegetables, for example, because I just love the taste of it, because it's easy. And when I happen to not eat vegetables, I don't give it any second thought. So there's no shame, there's no guilt, there's no any kind of second thought on why I didn't do it. There's no negative self-talk as of, oh, you should have been better. I find a lot of the habits that I wanted to incorporate so badly in the past being a lot easier to do now and making a lot more progress. There is still things that I am working towards, but I find it is about finding a way that works for me rather than forcing myself to create change, create new habits, because it's not necessary. That's what we've been told. You can create healthy habits from a place of love without forcing yourself to do them and it will be a lot more gentle on you and I believe it will be a lot easier but also a lot more holistic and also it will be something that will stay with you for a lot longer. So let's dive into the nitty gritty and I've prepared this episode in four sections where each section is about one thing that you might not be doing and by changing that it might become easier and easier for you to adopt and create healthy consistent habits. 
The first thing I invite you to start doing is to reframe what you mean when you say I want consistent habits because as someone that has never ever been able to stick to a fixed or rigid morning routine or evening routine I did make peace with the fact that maybe rigid habits or routines is not something for me. So if you ask me to do the same thing for the rest of my life every morning, it feels horrible to me. So just the idea of having to do something every single day, every single morning, is horrifying to me. So this is what I had to come to terms with and it made me feel like I wasn't good enough, that I thought, oh, I have to have a morning routine, I have to have an evening routine because it is the message for a lot of self-growth, teachings and I don't think there's anything wrong with having a fixed or rigid morning routine but it doesn't have to be one so except if there's something in you whatever it is that makes you not keen or excited about having one single morning routine or evening routine and just find your own consistency. So for me, understanding that consistency didn't mean that I have to do the same thing every single day over and over again was kind of liberating. So to give you an example, when it comes to, let's say, exercising, thinking that I'd have to run or pick any kind of exercise or movement and that I'd have to do that every day of the week or even just three times a week for me is soul crushing and is setting myself up for failure. So I decided in this case to see consistency in my movement as something that I do most days of the week in whatever form feels good. So instead of saying I have to walk every day for this amount of time, or I have to do yoga every day, or I have to run every day, I now say I get some kind of movement most days of my week. So you hear me say most days of the week, because for me, this is what makes sure that I can stick to it more easily. So instead of maybe saying I want to exercise five times a week on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you could say, okay, what's my consistency? Is it, I just leave it at three times? and I get to pick what days I wanna do it. 
maybe for you it is easier to say okay Monday Wednesday and Friday and if that's the case for you amazing go for it but again reframe and define the words before you create your habits so set yourself up for success what works best for you if you are someone that likes a rigid plan please please go for it but if you're like me and you're not then maybe have a looser plan so I am at a place when it comes to exercise where it feels good for me to walk most days but there's still the odd day where I don't feel like it so here again what does success mean to you stop trying to reach a 100% success quote if 100% is never gonna be working out for you and if it does good on you I'm excited and happy for you but life will always happen so instead of saying I have to do that every single day or I have to do that five times a week or I have to do that every morning maybe even have a percentage with which you're happy so if you reach your goal 70% if 70% of the mornings you do your morning routine and that feels good then amazing let that be your success instead of trying to reach 100% nothing is black or white really try to live in the gray zones and I know for some people it is a mindset shift but this will have the biggest impact on you feeling good about your new habits until they become second nature rather than getting frustrated getting overwhelmed and feeling like you're not good enough because you didn't do it every time you said you wanted to do it the other thing is when you create the oh define the habits that you want to adopt and you don't like rigidity and you don't like doing the same thing every single day maybe play around with different options so if what you are aiming for is a morning routine that makes you feel good then instead of saying oh I'm gonna exercise or stretch for five minutes and then I'm gonna meditate for 10 and then I'm gonna visualize for 10 leave it open say that your morning routine just is a half an hour or an hour or however long you wanna have a morning routine for, for and just leave it open it doesn't have to be the same thing every single day if it doesn't feel good and really tune into what feels good for you remove any kind of expectations or judgment or look at your sister or neighbor or anyone else just tune into what feels good to you what feels exciting to you and go from there and the other thing I want to say is it's it takes practice so play around with what feels good this is one of the 
topics or points I always mention as well in my work is how can you know if something is good for you, feels good if you haven't tried. So try different routines, try different ways to eat, try different ways to drink your water and see what works best for you. Just because something works for, for everybody else doesn't mean it's the right thing for you. So that's the first point. Ask yourself how you define success and how you define consistency. Try to move away from all or nothing and find a balance of percentage that might feel good to you and that is success. And you can increase that percentage if you want. And you also don't have to come up with a percentage if it doesn't feel good at all. So go back to what feels good to you when you define what healthy habits mean, what success means and what consistency means. The second point I want to make and this is something that made a huge huge difference for me it's talking about the reasons behind wanting to adopt or remove a habit and if you've been in my world for a little bit you always hear me say do things out of love not out of fear so to take a specific example if we're talking and I'm talking here more about like physical health habits because it's easier to bring across in a clear and understandable way but again it applies to everything so let's say you want to eat more vegetables and the reason behind doing that is because you hate your body and you just want to lose weight because you hate your belly so much versus I want to eat more vegetables in my meals because it's good for my health it makes me feel good and I love my body the energy behind it is going to be so much different and I think that comes back to motivation. You might be able to get the ball rolling from changing something out of hate, but the consistency will be very difficult for you to attain. So ask yourself when you creating your list of habits that you want to incorporate why am I doing this how can I come at this from a place of love and acceptance rather than hate or fear so to go back to that example of vegetables I would highly invite you to do the work of accepting and loving your body the way it is so you can actually start incorporating habits 
because you love who you are, because you love your body, because you love that your body is able to do all these things. And this work is a bit more deep, I want to say. And if you need help with that, you know where to find me. This is what I specialize in. But honestly, it will be so much easier for you to adopt a healthy habit if it comes from a place of love rather than fear or hate. Because nothing that comes from a, hate, from a place of hate or fear will have long-term positive effects. You might be able to exercise for a few weeks or for even a few months if it is out of hate for your body. I'm not saying that you won't be able to do it at all, but I say that the results, one, will be not as holistic. Second, I will go to say that it will be harder for you to be consistent with it. So really ask yourself, and this takes vulnerability, you need to be honest with yourself. So when you sit down and think about the habits you want to incorporate more in your life, then honestly assess where they're coming from. The habits can be exactly the same, don't get me wrong, but you need to get to a point where you do it out of love and respect for yourself and not out of hate and fear. What I also want to mention when it comes to doing things out of love and not out of fear or hate is it will make things so much easier if you are your own best friend, your own cheerleader, rather than your biggest critic. There is days where you won't feel like doing your healthy habits, especially in the beginning when you're starting to create new neurological pathways. There is going to be maybe a bit of resistance. So if you are your own best friend, your own cheerleader, and instead of saying, you stupid cow, you need to move, you need to go meditate, you need to do your homework, or whatever it is that you created as a new habit, but instead you say, hey, you can do that. You can just go for a walk. I know you don't feel like it, but it will make you feel better if you just get up and do a 10 minute walk. So you can see how the energy is completely different. And imagine, maybe you're a mom, maybe you're not, but imagine talking the first way, being very hard and difficult on your child and the other one being encouraging how that might affect the way that the child, your inner child would then go about creating this new habit and actually doing it. So choose love, not fear. And I admit that this step might take some deeper work. However, I no, because in my own experience, it made a massive, massive difference. And before I move on to the next point, I also want to say this is not 
about just pretending that you're doing something out of love because I tried it, it didn't work. So just because you pretend to love your body doesn't mean that you actually do. Just because you pretend you're doing something for the good reasons, if subconsciously you still do it out of fear or out of hate or because you feel you're not good enough, the energy behind it is still going to be lower and it will be harder for you to stick to. And this can take some really honest approach with yourself and really finding ways to get behind and accepting who you are and why you want to do things and be brutally honest. And if you notice that it is still out of fear, then go deeper. Message me, see if there's ways you can accept where you are and who you are so you can actually incorporate those habits out of love because believe me I've tried to pretend and it didn't work it just got me deeper into not accepting myself and habits were accordingly also a lot more difficult to incorporate the third part ties in a bit into the part we just talked about, doing things out of love and not out of fear. And this is where I say that if you haven't done the subconscious work, then go and do it now. Let me explain. If you... I'm going to talk about, again... Um, holistic body related just because it's easier to bring across and it is my expertise but again know that if you want to incorporate any other habits it still is the same um, but when it comes to for example you want to lose weight or you want to become stronger whatever it is you want to change in your body but you haven't done the underlying work then you are probably going to sabotage your healthy habits. And we know that you need healthy, consistent habits for you to have the body of your dreams, whatever that looks like. But if there's a part of you that doesn't feel safe going there, that doesn't feel safe in a stronger, leaner body, then I would prophesize that you will not be able to stick to those habits. So get the resistance out of your way. And I promise that sticking and having healthy, consistent habits will be so much easier. Your subconscious mind your subconscious thoughts, your subconscious feelings, your subconscious actions make up 95, 90 to 95, depending on the studies of your daily thoughts, actions and feelings. So when you try to compensate with willpower, which is purely conscious, you work on 10 to 5% of your mind. So imagine how much that leaves. It's like working against a giant. 
But if you get those 90 to 95% on board and you make sure that every single part of you is on board with where you want to go, and I'm going to say that you probably want to have consistent habits in whatever area of your life because you want to get somewhere. You want to have a healthy and loving relationship. You want to have a career or a business that you're in love with. You want to have the body of your dreams. So if your subconscious mind is not on board, your habits are going to be so much harder to stick to. And I've seen this in my own experience. Once I started to do my inner work, the shadow work, understanding why my subconscious mind didn't feel safe to have the business of my dream, to have the body I'm totally in love with, then it was nearly impossible for me to adopt those habits. And once I did that, once I looked at and overcame that resistance, I find it a lot easier to have my healthy, non-negotiable habits whether they're daily, weekly, monthly, that is besides the point. But I really invite you to look deeper. It will make the world of a difference. And if you need help doing that, please reach out. I've gotten very good and efficient at finding out why people can't stick to their habits because it is a big part of my work and I would love to support you in that. Let's move to the last point and the last one is work with your nervous system rather than against it even when it comes to creating healthy habits. Let me explain. So creating healthy habits, if you're listening to this, is probably something you're not doing yet. Otherwise you wouldn't need this episode, you'd be going on about your day. Even if it's something as easy as drinking more water, if it's not something that's part of your daily life, your daily routine, it probably is out of your comfort zone. And what I found in myself and in my clients is that when we want to change something, whether it's your health, your body, your relationships, your business, your career, we want the changes now and we make a plan to change everything all at once. I wanted to lose belly fat now. So every Sunday evening I would make a new plan of habits or things, actions I wanted to do starting Monday and I would do them all at once so I wanted to change what I drank I wanted to change what I eat I wanted to change the way I exercise or how much I exercise and how I exercised from Monday on I wanted to meditate every morning because I needed to look after my mental health I needed to journal every day and I made the plan of changing everything at once but change means out of your comfort zone means potential danger to your nervous system. So 
I usually never stuck to my new plan for longer than a few days at best because it was too much. And I, once I noticed that if I do change bit by bit, making sure that my nervous system still feels safe, that it didn't take me longer to see results. Actually the opposite, because I can hear, yeah, but I want it now. I get that I do want it now as well. I'm still a human and I'm exactly the same. And I was the same. But if all those years it took me to understand how to work with my nervous system and, you know, not do all at once, be overwhelmed, begin fresh next week, change all at once, be overwhelmed, start fresh. I would have been seeing results a lot faster merely because I was able to slowly incorporate new habits week after week, month after month and be a lot further along in the results than trying it the way that didn't support my nervous system. Make a plan or not. <laughs> Pick one habit, the teeniest habit you want to start adopting, that you want to start doing and go from there. And what I tell my clients is pick one thing. Can you go even smaller? So it's a no brainer, you know, like, is it you want to start meditating? Don't go and say, I'm going to meditate for 45 minutes every day for the rest of my life, because you're probably not going to be able to stick to it. But say, what's the smallest thing that makes you feel good? Okay, two minutes. Whenever during the day, whenever I've got time, I'm going to do two minutes of meditation. And only when you master this, go to the next step. So either increasing the minutes, either maybe saying I want to do it every morning, maybe adopting another habit that you want to incorporate as well. But... Don't do too many things. And I always say, well, let's say my clients always ask, can I do two things at once? And I'm always saying like, you can, but can you handle it? Like, can your nervous system feel safe? If they do, then go do two. But I always say, go small and even smaller because it's going to be a no brainer for you to change that. And then when you feel good, when you feel confident and you see that you can actually keep your word and actually stick to the habits that you want to incorporate. It's going to get so much easier and you're going to feel good. And then after a week, after 10 days, after two weeks, at the next one. So really be gentle on yourself, on your nervous system. And you will see so much more progress and consistency than you have ever seen. I am at the end of my four reasons why it might be hard for you to be consistent in creating healthy habits. I hope you got some insights in where to start differently next time. I also want to share that if you are interested in the holistic body experience I am creating a group experience where I'm leading six women through my program 
and creating healthy habits is going to be one of the calls and the exciting thing is because it's going to be a group of six you're going to have your accountability partners for life I see these six women be friends for life and having this support group this amazing support group that will help you even when the group experience is over I am going to guide you step by step through creating new healthy habits for your body out of love and so much more. We will also cover topics like identifying and releasing self-sabotage. There's going to be a call about mindful healing so you can leave behind what is no longer serving you there's also going to be a call about emotional eating and how to process your emotions and there's also and this is the most exciting part i feel in the work is when we identify limiting beliefs and we reprogram your mind to exactly what you want so we'll be working through the resistance if this is something that calls to you if your soul and your body feel ready please message me either on instagram you'll find everything in the show notes or write me an email at info at nikki.co as always if you have any questions please reach out any comments i would love to hear And I'm excited to have you here back next week. Have a lovely day, evening, morning, whatever time it is where you are, you are seen and I love you. Thank you, beautiful soul, for being here with me this week. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and to follow me on Instagram at uniquely.nikki. See you next time.